In a world where Nintendo dominated everything, there was one 64-bit console to rule them all. That's right. Welcome to the Neon Pocket Dimension podcast. We get nerdy, hang out. Uh, we talk about video games, talk about all sorts of fun stuff. A uh, bunch of people here today. Uh, we got the normal people, and we got a fun guest. So let's let's go down the line. We got uh, Boxcar Miguel, aka Miguel, right next to me. What's up, man? I'm waving. Yeah, there it is. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna skip our special guest because I like to save the best for last. Uh, we got uh, Zaddy Supreme, Luke Shop first. Mister. He, it's him. Looks like he's. Oh, it's definitely him. He's buzzing. He's buzzing. He's, <laughs> he's, he's zipping and zooming. Whoa! Whoa! Uh, at least it's not me this time. Uh, let's <laughs> let's jump straight over to the singer bro, aka Mr. Steven from uh, Utah. Hello. How's it going? And then how are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. I'm happy. Looks like we might have Gage back. Say hi, Gage. Oh, he's smiling, right? Oh, he—he he never left. <laughs> oh, no, oh, now he's animated, so that's that's a good sign. Um, <laughs> and then finally, we we're gonna get static gauge. <laughs> <laughs> finally, we have a special guest today. You know him on Twitch at Twitch.tv/JimTasty, and around the internet as just an all-around awesome fellow. That's Brett, aka Jim Tasty. What's up, man? Thanks for being here today. Of course, I'm excited to talk about Nintendo, hang out with y'all. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun night. Woo, woo, Let's woo, do woo. it. All right, cool. Well, we got a little housekeeping to throw out there. Hey, guess what? We're on YouTube. You should check us out on YouTube. Just search at Odd Valley Studios. You'll find all our content there. Uh, if you want to watch this show live, Twitch.tv/slash Neon Pocket Dimension. Uh, make sure to check out Jim Tasty on Twitch as well. Again, at twitch.tv slash Jim Tasty. Uh, he streams a lot of fun stuff. Fortnite, I see you playing. I see you playing uh, Mario Party. I see you playing uh, Party Animals. Uh, I know you just had a stream just the other day. How'd that go, man? Oh, it's always, like you said, you know, two out of the three games you listed had party in the name. So it's always a party. <laughs> Have a good time hanging out. Um, just chilling, you know. Hell yeah. And you're all about yeah. meaningful uh, connections, which is real, real meaningful connections that that started out as a bit. Uh, I don't know if you guys know Gino V. Terry uh, around the interwebs. And uh, he 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 checked me on that. And I was like, you know what? I'm putting it in my chat. It's going to be the little recurring Nightbot thing. So become part of the part of the lore. Love it. It's wholesome. It's great. So check him out. He's a fun dude. And we're always raiding you, man, after these podcasts anyway. Uh, also, hey, you want to know when we're recording? It's usually Tuesday nights at 7 uh, Pacific. Sometimes on Wednesday nights. If you want to know for sure, find us on Twitter. Fucking X, whatever you want to call it. At NPD nope. Squad. All that fun stuff. Gage? I was just saying don't call it X. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I don't have to agree with that. Twitter. Gotta hate it. Uh, it will forever be Twitter. Fuck you, Elon. Um, yeah, and I'm keeping that in. I'm not editing that that out. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, by the way, we got fun emotes and all that cool stuff. But, hey, if you could just go check out our YouTube, click that little subscribe button. We get all sorts of fun content. Uh, Steven on the end there, he's been making some great shorts. TikTok, you'll find us on there at Neon Pocket Demency because it cut off some of it. Uh, but if you just... 
What's that? Hey, I mean, if you pull up the page, it does say the full name. So that's true. So you can search for uh, Neon Pocket Dimension on on TikTok. That's all our stuff. Let's let's have some fun, boys. Uh, a lot of boys here today. A lot of boys, men. Boys to men. Let's hear it for the boys. Let's hear it. Yeah, uh, lads, <laughs> lads, gentle fellows. Uh, Miguel, where's uh, uh, where's Sebastian? Is he hopping around? He's the back? behind me. He was, he's been uh, imprisoned in here with me. He was kicked oh. out of the the rest of the house. So uh, oh. he's yeah. trying to entertain him here. Uh, <laughs> real, real quick, am I am I back? Is everything fine? Yeah, you're yeah, no, you're, you're, you're back. You're okay, cool. You are no longer right. static gauge. Yeah, you're no good, good, you're good. not zipping and zooming like the Flash anymore, bro. I mean, at I least know. it was a flattering photo. Right, there you go. It's true. I had forgotten to pull up the chat, so I pulled. I opened Google Chrome, and that was a mistake because my whole computer went. <laughs> Dude, you, you remember when I used to have that issue where, like, every time I try to load in an image into OBS, it would like literally <laughs> yeah. disconnect my internet. So I'd be like, Jesus "Oops, man. I loaded something." Man, those are some it was days. So weird. It was. It was such an odd glitch. Yeah. Uh. So hey, uh, Brett. I just wanted to say, you know, hey. Uh, let's let's do a little before we get into the vibe new, and I'll explain what that is in just a sec. Why don't we talk a little bit about Twitch streaming, man? Um, like, what, what do you you know? What's your two cents on it? Do you love doing it? Uh, is there like weird stuff you hate about it? Uh, like you know, uh, audience engagement stuff. Like, have you had you have any crazy stories for us? Uh, hit us with it, man. Man, I, I got to say, just like overall with streaming, it's it's definitely, I think, the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, just because when when you go live every day or whenever you go live, like you're you're competing with, you know, the NFL, you're competing with <laughs> big budget TV shows because there's so many entertainment options out there nowadays. And uh, so it's something you got to you got to fight for every day. And um it's definitely a marathon, not a sprint, you know? I mean, and that's, but that's the thing too. Some people, you know, have crazy success early on and for others, it's a year long, you know, a year's long journey. So, um, it's, it's fun to take it day by day. And, uh, I think, I think regardless of whatever, like you, you always meet cool people. Like I've met so many cool people, y'all included, uh, through this whole journey. So, um, that's definitely something that regardless, you know, that's a win. So it's fun, man. It's fun. Uh, what, what would you yeah, say? The, oh, so go ahead, go ahead, Gage. Sorry. No, go for it. Yeah, I think the first time you, when you, when, or for people who haven't like hung out on Twitch or been part of it, like I remember when I first started, I, I was watching these music streamers who would like, you know, they'd build like a song live and take input from the Twitch audience and stuff. And I just remember the first time like experiencing it and being like, you know, them talking to you live on their stream and content is like kind of created by the end of it, something that's like you can kind of hold on to. And I just remember feeling like that, that, connectivity was so special and so unlike any other form of media that i ever experienced and like it's been pretty cool now us going on our journey and seeing your streams jim jim tate i want to say jim <laughs> yeah you can call me jimmy it's like it's cool to see this stuff like develop in such a way you know yeah i think uh the first time i ever like really got on twitch was uh like 10 years ago when that Twitch place Pokemon thing kind of blew up. If you guys remember. Oh yeah. That. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about yeah. that. And that, and that was like the whole interactivity thing with the chat. And I was like, Oh, you can actually influence the game through watching. I was like, that's kind of crazy. And so, mm -hmm. uh, and then, yeah, you just see so many different kinds of content and creators. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Miguel, if you didn't know, um, Twitch plays Pokemon, uh, whatever the people typed in the chat, if it was like a button or a direction, 
it would send it to the game and so they beat the whole game by the chaos of the chat filling with like a b a a a b b b left 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 b b and uh yeah actually uh if i can't if i remember correctly um like the starter set in twitch uh plays pokemon or whatever was like immortalized somehow with like some sort of art or something like that right someone drew it yeah there's like the helix like all hail the helix and stuff like that like there's just so much lore built within that stream you know like and then yeah actually like progressing through the game where i remember tuning in for 30 minutes and they would just be like in a corner like because everyone's like some people are causing chaos some people are trying to beat the game like you know so it was it was it was unreal and that's what got me hooked on on that kind of experience early mm-hmm. on yeah i absolutely love that and now, now you have a lot of games that like have built-in twitch functions like if you, you remember mm-hmm. i you remember idarb that was like one of oh the, my yeah, gosh the first yeah big ones that was like that yeah <laughs> uh also with vampire survivors in the more recent uh times which you know uh, the twitch viewers can like uh miguel they can just like spawn in a whole bunch of messed up enemies or like hook them up with a bunch of hearts or something based on what they choose so really cool stuff uh let me ask you one last question brett um what what would you say is like one or two awesome streams that are completely memorable that you'll you know like that you'll never forget that you've done oh man um i i got yeah okay so two off the bat i'll do one recently where um we uh a week ago we had a community stream uh in my discord and we had like 20 plus people playing party animals and it was just so cool to just be able to just hang out all together at the same like we were all in the same call so it was just chaos but it was like just so cool to hang out with so many people we we had people like that have been part of the community for a long time then that were newer and just getting to hang out almost like you're all hanging out in like the living room or something at somebody's house and just goofing off like laughing for seven hours straight how long we were playing like um that was definitely like so wonderful because it just gave me the takeaway that like that's what it's all about is like hanging out with people and having a good time right yeah um and then uh another cool memory or a cool stream was uh this was like during 20 it was in 2020 during the lockdown when i just kind of got started and um i think getting raided by kind of funny themselves i think it was when Barrett and Blessing were doing their Donkey Kong 64 uh, streams. Oh, uh, Don- Donktober. Donktober, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and it's, I didn't even plan to bring that up because of the topic tonight, but uh, that's like one of my favorite games ever. And so uh, they love that game and I love that game. And then th- when they shared, like that connected me to those guys who are, you know, huge on the internet. So it was just super cool to like be able to uh, again meet and get to share that connection with you know big people like that the best the best friends are a good community to be part of it's not not too shabby Mm -hmm. yeah awesome times and i'm i'm over here my computer is struggling to bring up this clip but i just wanted to show a little bit of that madness while we continue to talk um good times though man you know streaming's fun uh it can be great if you have an awesome community and typically uh there's a lot of great people on twitch but here's just like a little snippet of the chaos of party animals. I know that we have a couple clips that have been posting all week on our YouTube uh, shorts of party animals. Um, and it's just, you're just a floppy, stupid animal and you're just getting kicked in the face and it, it cracks me the hell up. So I just yeah. want to at least show a tiny bit of footage there. Um, cool. 
So the next uh, part of this podcast is what we call the Wibnew. And what does the Wibnew stand for? That is what have you been nerding out on lately or what you've been nerding out on lately. That's how I've always said it. Uh, so that just means, hey, what have you been nerding out on in the last week? I usually, I usually like to start with the guest. Uh, I feel like it's a little too much pressure. We could talk about what we've been nerding out on, but it's up to you, Brett. Uh, what do you want to do? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm ready to go. Uh, right. So I've been watching Ahsoka, and uh, it's really cool. Uh, it's uh, it's given some awesome, awesome moments. I got to watch uh, episode five in a movie theater a few weeks back, and so Whoa, uh, getting to like experience Star Wars on the big screen again after so long—I mean, four years—but like, it's just it's just really cool, man. I, I'm really thoroughly enjoying that show. Uh, and then a few days ago was Halo 3's uh, 16th anniversary, and so uh, I was playing that game like all Tuesday. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's like you can still play a, a game like that. You know, we're going to talk about the N64, and that's you know that had an anniversary uh, yesterday, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's like you know when when a game is timeless like that, it's it's a cool feeling because um, you know a lot of things are in the moment, right? But something like that that still is enjoyable so many years later, pretty cool absolutely love it shows it. it shows that it was like ahead of its time right and it's certain in a certain way or just understood oh, yeah. like just understood like you know kind of a fundamental like what's fun about gaming you know yeah like with yeah halo 3 like the campaign is amazing the multiplayer is still like one of the best feature sets you got forge mode which was new at the time theater mode and new at the time like all day one like ready to go like that's pretty sick pretty cool yeah hella rad uh i remember when halo 3 launched and it was like the biggest one of the biggest cultural moments ever of of the entire world in fact Mm -hmm. all over reddit dude if you follow the halo subreddit uh because of that same day where you're streaming the halo 3 uh anniversary people just kept reposting the video from like that launch night they're just like a massive like party bus that's like bedazzled showing up and all these gamers and like xbox people coming out and stuff uh, it was like, but, but this is before GTA was huge and stuff, but this was mm. like, they, it, it earned some of the most, you know, some of the most, uh, it was like one of the biggest openings, even in the movie scene, uh, yeah. of its time. And it was totally wild as hell. You guys remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember yeah. the Times Square Miguel. footage and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Miguel was like, I was playing the PlayStation. I didn't, I didn't touch that and, Halo shit. I didn't this really, is- I mean, Halo's fun, but I'm not huge on Halo. You don't want to finish the fight, Miguel? God, that was right. a thing. I never really even started it, so let's be honest. <laughs> That's a whole other conversation, all right, cliffhangers, you know? <laughs> this is still in the day when, yeah. like, yeah, I remember my buddy brought his game to school, like, mm-hmm. yeah. in homeroom, and you, like, just pull it out. Like, I have my copy actually right here. Like, you just, like, you just pull it out and show it off, and that was... That got you through the day of going to school. I did that with with Gears of War on the 360. Oh, uh, I yeah, iconic, iconic game, yeah. Dude, right, right over here. If I look hard enough, I have at least one copy of Halo Three as well. I could pull it out. I don't know. <laughs> it's gonna take too much digging. It's very, it's yeah, very mine's, dark mine's in here. Buried, but I have some 360 <laughs> games tucked away somewhere for sure. Yeah. <laughs> cool, man. Uh, is that so? Is that all you've really been nerding out on this last week? You think? Yeah. Yeah, right. I'm gonna I'm cool. gonna get back into Loki because the new season's coming out soon. So oh yeah, I'm still. Oh yeah, what does that drop? Sometimes it's like October. The fifth, the fifth. Yeah, mm-hmm. is cool. it October? Yeah, yeah October. October. Yeah, it's coming up real soon. We'll definitely be watching that. 
Yeah, I think that's like that's the big MCU thing that I'm still like actually looking forward to. I'm looking to. forward to that shit, man. Yeah, the, the, I'm interested. I'm interested in what they do with Jonathan Majors and stuff. I haven't, <laughs> right. I haven't really, they haven't really put out much statements about that whole thing yet, and like if they're gonna rework that, I, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. I, I think with that, like it's too far gone with this season. I, I think after, because mm-hmm. yeah. I think you know, with respect to the whole situation, I think it's still playing out. I think legally, oh, right. and so, yeah. Uh, regardless, yeah, we you, you have that season now, and. Uh, there's that TMZ video of him like softening that fight or whatever, which is that was weird, so but... fucking stupid, dude. He's like, "Hold <laughs> on, guys, stop!" Slight sliding them over slightly. It's like, no, that wasn't staged at all. It was like his nieces or something, probably. Um, yeah. yeah. All right, let's let's jump over to Mr. Gage. Uh, what you been nerding out on, man? Woohoo! Uh, I've been also watching watching Ahsoka. I actually just watched the most recent episode right before this podcast, and uh, I'm really okay. loving that show. I think it's a total return to form for Star Wars in a lot of ways. I mean, Andor, we all know my thoughts on Andor, being really excited about that kind of almost new direction for Star Wars, but I think this mm-hmm. um, takes a lot of the camp of Star Wars, but a lot of the heart of Star Wars. Um, I, I don't really want to... S- Spoil this, but there's a relationship between Ahsoka and another character who you might be able to infer. Yeah, um, yeah I won't. Uh, <laughs> that that is um, that is really heartwarming to see, and it's kind of a nice. Uh, I, I can't say anything more without it being spoilery. You better but, stop. Um, I'm just you better stop that shit right now. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. Um, stop spoiler gate. <laughs> but it's it's a really enjoyable show, and it's and it's got a lot of it's got a lot of heart to it, I'd say. And then there's. Um, there's this new character who technically has been in Star Wars before, but not like this iteration. And his name's Balin, and um, play, played by Ray Park, who recently passed away. Rest in peace. Um, but his character is really cool in it too, and I'm just like loving kind of the mystery there behind that character. And um, I don't know, it's really good. I'm loving it, loving it so far. Um, and then I've been diving further and further into the star field, as they say. Um, Oh, and I guess since I've been on the podcast last, since I wasn't on it last week, I also beat uh, Armored Core Six. Ooh, good yeah. job! So, God, what a game! I'm I'm playing through on New Game Plus, also sparsely. I mean, I'm I'm kind of all uh, I'm kind of all in on Starfield right now, so I kind of put that on on halt. But um, but God, what a game! The end of that game is so freaking epic! I can't wait for you to beat it, other That's people hot. on this panel, so we can so we can talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Great job. Um, that one's for you too. But Starfield's, Starfield's fun. I'm just uh, lately my whole thing has just been like going to weird planets, um, mm-hmm. waiting for a ship to land, talking to whoever that person is, and then stealing their ship and leaving them marooned on the planet and going away. So of, that's man, my I, what, what, Yeah, not to hijack, but like I was on a planet and I think it was a moon probably. It was maybe it's the moon. There's like this ship <laughs> that be. gets broken down and is like, oh, you know, we just need the ship parts, and right. So I give them the ship parts, and I'm like, what if I just, what if I just steal their ship? Like, <laughs> those are my ship parts. I don't want to part with that. Yeah. <laughs> I just took it, and I took off, and I kind of felt like really bad. Dang. Oh no, it, it feels it feels bad for sure. Especially I found one. This is terrible, guys. I found one that was full of school children. <laughs> oh, I know that one. And they were like, hey, um is there any chance we're kind of in a pickle here and i was like oh yeah sure and then i just like i i have the like skill where i can knock out their engines and then i just boarded them and took their ship and that mm. was that wow that is 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fun game. Feel good about yourself. <laughs> I felt I felt I feel an odd sense of yeah of of, of video game good. It's good. I'm having fun yeah. being that. Nice. <laughs> like how he had to specify video game. Video game. <laughs> I'm not a bad person. I swear. It's like feels just a bad but just a bad Bethesda person. Yep. There you go. That's always fun being bad. But anyways, Armored Core is probably is my, is so far as my game of the year right now. It has officially surpassed Zelda for me, which is insane to say. But um, what a year, right? What a year, man. But anyways, that's my live new for now. All right, Mister Steven, what you been earning out on, man? Uh, Starfield. Ooh. And I, uh, you know, I don't know if I mentioned, but I that's beat hot. Crimson Fleet questline. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and that's what nice. I'll say on that. There's no spoilers there. I got mm. some cool outfits. Cool. I got like a weird gold jumpsuit, and that's that's fun. Ooh. Uh, that's it, though. I, th- I think that's. Yeah, I've been watching anything or still still listening to Star Wars, the Thrawn uh, audiobooks. Oh right. Yeah. Chipping away at those. So, um, nice, needless nice. to say, I've not started Ahsoka yet, but I've heard rumblings. I've heard rumblings. So. That's rumblings, yeah. I guess. Yeah. That uh, yeah. that that will be the next thing I watch. Oh, um, I watched the first episode of The Bear. Oh, yeah. Well, season uh, two, season one. Hell yeah. Just season one, season one. It, oh, okay. I just barely started because you know, but mm-hmm. very fast paced show. Very fast paced. When you pizza, so you're far. gonna have a bad time. That's the closest food-based sample I have. I'm sorry um, to interrupt you. Yeah, no, it's just like you kind of feel the stress watching the show, but mm-hmm. also it's exciting. Because, mm-hmm. especially for the end of that first episode, that's when they got me. The very end of the first episode, mm-hmm. uh, when he called him chef, I was like, "All right, all right, yep. you got me. I'm yep. in. Let's go, dude. You're um, in for a wild ride, man." <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited to get into that, and then probably Ahsoka is the next thing I'll watch. But that is it for me. Sweet. Uh, and then we got Ash Levels Ninjas in the chat saying the bear is great. I agree. It's a good show. Uh, yeah. I just uh, I want some of that food. Let me eat it. Let oh, yeah. It. That's, that's what I was going to say. Like, the food looks so good, man. Dude, when we went to uh, Chicago, it's my turn anyway. Um, when we went to Chicago, mm. we tried to dip beef, and actually it was delicious. Also, they have very good hot dogs. Uh, but you can't put ketchup on the hot dogs in Chicago, or they'll call you a bitch. Yeah. What do you put on or the hot dog, then? It, it's uh, just sour sour, probably. You gotta, well, they got to dress it up. You know what I mean? Like they they put all sorts of stuff on there. It's delicious. But you put ketchup, Onions. you're in trouble, man. They're gonna make fun of you, man. So just so you know, go to Chicago. Don't order ketchup on there. Um, also, by the way, there's a Portillos there we tried. Very delicious. They're building one in Vegas, man. I'm fucking stoked. I'm so stoked. I love Portillos when we tried it. Um, what have I been nerding out on? Well, I beat Starfield. I don't know if I said that last week. Uh, I'm in the new game plus. Uh, not gonna spoil anything, but, uh, you know, it's New Game Plus, you can assume the game starts over and you have your stuff, right? I mean, that's not, that's just New Game Plus, that's not a spoiler, everybody can assume that. That is happening. I landed on New Atlantis, and then I quit the game, and I started playing Armor Core 6 again, because I have a massive backlog, massive backlog. Uh, I made it to Chapter 4, I'm like on Part 3 of the Underground Fortress thing, or whatever the heck that means, uh, but hey... I just have so much fun, like, buying, like, I keep replaying missions just to get a bunch of credits so I can collect every part and then just try them in the practice mode. Like, in the, it's called AC 
AC test. test, thank you. The AC yeah. test mode. It's just like, think of like a fighting uh, practice mode, only it's in Armored Core 6. Uh, and you can actually change your, uh, your assembly, like your parts on the fly. So you can like easily compare like, oh, uh, this booster says it does like this boost distance, but then this booster says it, it refills this much faster. So then you could just swap them in and out and like test that. Or you can also spawn in enemies to like just do battles. And so I just like, I get really stoned, right? And then I just try all these <laughs> weapon combinations and I'm just blasting like the same fucking AC over and over and over again, trying all these weapons. It's a lot of fun, man. At one point, gauge uh on my tetrapod one uh i mm. i literally like every weapon was a missile and i was just flying yes. in the air dropping <laughs> missiles from my arms dropping missiles from the shoulders it's just a good time man i love that game uh so yeah, yeah it's it's so fun to experiment with different mechs i i have like my four kind of like dialed builds like kind of one for each different type of scenario you know and yeah it's it, you get locked in it's pretty cool the newest AC I've created, I'm calling the Heavy Ten, uh, and it's because it's a it's a bi it's a biped, right? Because I got biped legs that are like the uh, uh, oh my god, I'm forgetting the name, but it's uh, it's uh, the red mech or it's the it's the red mobile suit in Shars uh, Revenge or whatever the heck it's called. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Uh, you all know well, I love I'm going a little to I know what they look like. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. He's got really wide legs, man. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, oh, this guy, this is going to be a thick boy. And so I'm just buying all the thickest parts. I'm going to make him a big fatty. And then he's just going to go through and, like, have a ton of health and defenses and just smash, smash, smash. Uh, it's such a good time, man. Uh, also, like, I like that in the levels you can find, like, special parts that you can't buy and stuff. Like, that's how I found the, the uh, yeah. chainsaw arm and stuff. It's a, it's a damn good game. If you if you just like big robots, you need to play that game like immediately. Uh, also, and, uh, the the end of that game, man, is just such so much good from from soft from softiness. I just I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what you think of it because I loved it. Oh yeah, you know, and we're planning on doing the Armored Core uh, spoiler cast, so we will do that in the future and talk all about it. Same thing with Starfield. Uh, and then I've been finally reading my Junji Ito. Uzum or yeah, Uzumaki uh, compendium mm -hmm. novel, uh, whatever uh, trade. I guess is that what I don't know. I'm not com I'm not a comic person. That's what they call it in American comics, manga trade. I don't know. Regardless, I've read through the first four or five chapters. It's really fucking wild and scary. We're getting into spooky season. I've already started watching horror films. I, today I just watched the uh, autopsy of Jane Doe which I'd give a three out of five. It's decent. I also finished the other half of Fresh, which I thought was a pretty fun uh, thriller. It's on Hulu. Check that shit out. Uh, also, what other? What else am I playing? Oh, I want to download Monster Hunter now because everybody keeps saying it's good on mobile. Yeah, I don't know. Eh. Uh, Party Animals. We played that. That was fun. Y'all should play that. It's on uh, Game Pass. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, oh uh, uh, one last thing I'll mention. Uh, Alan Wake 2 is getting amazing previews right now. Uh, I wanted to get the game eventually, but because the previews are saying it's like really like going to be like a, re a fully like next gen experience, I kind of have to buy it. So I don't know. Uh, it's not good. Uh, I have too many games <laughs> as it is. Miguel, what you been nerding out on, man? Um, I'm gonna say beer. I've been drinking a lot of sours. Fuck yeah. 
was in San Diego on Friday, and um, I had a bunch of sours there. I came home and had a bunch of sours when we were playing D and D. Um, I was hungover on Sunday for the most part. I think <laughs> we drank a lot. I did drink a lot. <laughs> drink a lot. Um, uh, so I spent the day trying to play Mass Effect, but falling asleep and then waking up to my Mexican shepherd staring into the ground, walking in circles. French fry with so, the pizza, you're gonna have a bad time. I didn't get very far, but I've been trying to play that. Um, because you know it's been a long time and I wanna I wanna play through legendary. Mm-hmm. Um but I think I'm kinda I'm gonna take a break from games for a little bit only because I just beat God of War and just need a break, I think. I get so, it. Uh, that game's long. But uh, I've been watching a lot of random ass movies. Uh I watched Alien Three last night. Oh nice. And, uh, I fell asleep, then I woke up to the middle of Alien t- of Aliens. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was watching that, and then um, I didn't really do too much else other than Mass Effect since the last time, to be honest with you. But nice, but yeah, just random movies as always, and you know, same old shit. Uh, have you have you got all you guys? Question: Have you guys seen what we do in the shadows, the TV show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of it, not all the, of it. Uh, I've seen the movie. I've never seen the show. The show is fucking amazing. It's you so need good. to watch it. Yeah. It's so fucking awesome. Like, <laughs> you have no fucking idea how good that show is if you have not seen it. You definitely good. need to watch it. It's too good. It is fucking insanely it. great. Guillermo is amazing. He's one of my favorite characters. Oh, yeah. All the vampires are great. Uh-huh. So I highly recommend that, Gage, if you have not put that on. Is it, is it still Taika Waititi in, in that? Yes. Or is it? Is it oh, it, yeah. Okay. I mean, cool. and they, they still know. come on. Um, yeah, producer. Waititi and uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, uh, Brett, Jermaine. 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 Clem- yeah. Clement. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, they've come on the show. Yeah. So they they, the, those characters still exist. It's fucking mm-hmm. awesome, dude. That's awesome. That's yeah. Good. Uh, I love that show. It's so good. I forgot to bring this up, but uh, yeah, we started season five. So Re- big recommendation. Spooky months coming up. Just Wait, watch season it. five? Oh, yeah. It's debuted already, man. Time to jump in yet again. I That's, thought they were only on the third season. Yo, you, have you missed a whole season? And there's another no, I season. I missed the fourth season. Are you there's sure a about season. That? Yes, this is season five currently. Anyway, we're just opening watch the it. door to his what? psyche right now. <laughs> He's like, "What? <laughs> I don't believe that." Is that what it's watching? We're just watching it. Oh shit! Maybe I did miss a whole season. You did. So you got under the season and a half to watch. So anyway, that's very possible. That's what we've been nerding out on this week. Thanks everyone for participating in that segment uh, that we do every single uh, week. Uh, let's talk about Nintendo sixty four, guys. Uh, I want to start off this conversation with uh, footage from this VHS I got from Nintendo Power when I was like, oh my god, ten or twelve. Oh or something. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's fucking amazing, and it starts off so funny. So let's let's just. I might have to clip this out. If if so, it's, you can see the link in the bottom or the description below. Uh, but just watch this with me for a sec. September 29th, N64 is scheduled for release in North America. The system is about to change, but before it does, we decided to invite three of the best gamers in the country to put it to the test. This is N64. Hold on, look at the gamers. Yo, we got David Chekel, aka Quickfinger, Martial Arts and Sports Master. We got Brian O'Rourke, aka Extended Play, Action and Adventure Expert. 
This is what <laughs> amazing. This, these are some gamers. Steve Greaves, oh, yeah. aka Gameface, Game undefeatable. <laughs> All right, yeah. I just want to start us off with that because <laughs> I thought what it was, was hilarious. Wow, it's so fucking '90s, dude. <laughs> it's so great. Those nicknames, man, incredible. It's hilarious, but you gotta watch the whole video. Uh, thanks to World of Nintendo on YouTube for that footage. It's the entire VHS is there. Uh, I started watching it and I was like, "Is this the one I had?" And instantly, dude, the even the image of the VHS packaging itself was like, "Oh my god, this is blowing my mind." Uh, so yeah, <laughs> Nintendo 64, right? 64 bits. Uh, I think PlayStation was already out. Uh, I believe like the 3DO is out. Sega already had stuff. Nintendo itself. Uh, was pretty silent. The Super Nintendo uh, dominated the market, although Sega Kids would deny that. Uh, and so, Fuck those Sega Kids. <laughs> damn, that's that's man, that's a I'm hard thing. They're, they're, they're <laughs> the <local laughs> minority over here. Listen to me. And then all of a sudden, Nintendo was like, "Guess what, bitches? We got 64-bit graphics, baby!" Uh, and then they came out with that promotional VHS, and I watched it a hundred times and begged my mom. Uh, to get an N64 and I saved all my birthday money for like a couple years and put my own money into it too. It was awesome. Uh, so N64, Nintendo 64, have you guys, first question, has anyone else had an N64 in their lives between all these people? <laughs> I mean, yes, yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Miguel? Didn't, okay, Miguel, but did you have a, at least like a friend down the street? I knew a friend who had one, but I did not mm. have one. Okay. Cool. Uh, were, you, were you a PlayStation kid at the time? Is that, what, is that where we can assume? I was indeed. Nice. Nice. Cool. Uh, now that that question's out of the way, so we know um, a little background, right? Uh, what, what are some, what do you guys have some memories of the N64? Some like fun stories or anything like that? So real quick, I, uh, I've kind of briefed this on the podcast before, but I grew up in a family that didn't like me consuming a lot of media, right? Um, so even though I was old enough to, like, you know, there was the Super Nintendo was around during my younger childhood. Um, the N64 was my first console, actually, because um, I got my tonsils out, uh, and everyone said it was going to be ice cream and get it to stay home from school and be all excited but it was awful i was like my whole throat was closed i could barely speak for like two weeks i like had a really bad adverse reaction to the whole thing and it was it was brutal like i like i was in so much pain and suffering and i had to be home from school for like a full two weeks and like you know mostly as a kid like you're just bored being at home for for that long you know what i mean mm -hmm. and so my my mom felt so bad that she went and got and bought me an N64, which was like the nicest thing ever. Oh, that's um, amazing! Yeah, it wasn't like Christmas or a birthday or anything. It was like she was just felt so bad that I was just at home, bored out of my mind, in a lot of pain. And so, um, yeah, she bought me the N64 bundle with Banjo Tooie included in it. Oh wow! <laughs> not even not even the first one, Kazooie. It was Banjo Tooie, and so Banjo Tooie was the first N64 game I ever played. <laughs> that but oh my god, it rules! To this day, I like it better than Mario sixty four. I know that's black blasphemy to a lot of people, yeah. mm -hmm. but I think it's a better platformer through and through. I think the worlds are more imaginative. I think the he think he's got some robot he gods. peanuts. He's got Nintendo's some already after he's, him. He spoke some controversial <laughs> stuff. <laughs> 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 Charles Nintendo Martinet, Sousa. 
Charles Charles like, Martinet's outside of his like uh, power box, just like cutting. Just... <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back later. To you. Uh, <laughs> we all. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Uh, is he back? Is he back? Uh, we, we all know Charles Martinet has a lot of time now on his hands. You know. Dude, oh yeah. What else is he they doing? Could, right? They could be dispatching <laughs> him on missions around the world to uh, <laughs> defeat all the dissenters. Dude, I like this he came idea for me. He said in the chat. Charles. He said it came for me. <laughs> uh, Brett, twice if you're safe. Gamer, Gage, are you back? Are you back? Uh, no, no, I don't think he oh, is. Let's, dude. let's go to Brett. His door moved. His door moved in the back. See that? There. Oh, 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 God. Oh, oh man, no, it's a ghost. Nintendo ghost. Uh, Brett, how'd you get your N64, man? Uh, so. <laughs> The N64 is my first home console as well. Uh, unless, you know, you, I don't know if you guys count the Sega Nomad as a home console, but uh, hmm. that, uh, you guys don't know what that is? No, I don't. Yeah. I vaguely uh, remember that thing. I know the name. <laughs> so the Sega Nomad was like, oh. it was, it was, it was a failure, but it was a pretty cool piece of tech where it was like a portable Sega Genesis that they Ooh. released like, right around when the Saturn had come out mm-hmm. and um, but so it you put in the Genesis cartridges you and there was an AV in and out and stuff like that and power cords. you could like set it you could like hold it and have it connected to a TV and yeah there you go so like and the then, game gear almost like but but wow. like like imagine oh, like it sounds like it's the original switch <laughs> it kind, kind of. of is dude almost like it the kind Wii of is like um the only downside was that the batteries were atrocious. Like, the, like you bought like six. It took six double A's and it lasted like two hours. Like, uh, especially back in the '90s too. Like when batteries were even more expensive. Like, it, it was rough. But it was like there's a controller port at the bottom, so you could play two player games. Like, it was basically a full fledged Genesis, but like portable. Like, imagine now, like it's almost like the Steam Deck too, right? Like where it's right. like a bit, you know, the Steam Deck's basically like a PS4 or whatever. Like just the previous gen but portable um but anyways that's a little bit of a tangent there that's pretty uh, cool. i got i got my n64 for my fifth birthday uh 1998 and um it was you know like one of those things when you know you have your birthdays or christmases like you tell your parents i want this i want this i want this but you never truly know mm-hmm. uh because they'll, they'll always be like nah we're not we're not getting you that or <laughs> you know we'll get you something else or whatever so um I remember uh, opening it up and uh, just being like, just pure euphoria. Um, they had like Mario, they had um, Zelda or Link, uh, then they had the Stormtrooper. They had those like five little guys on the box and on the back they had like Tetrasphere and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, my first ever game for the N64 was Diddy Kong Racing. Oh. And um Best car racer of all time, by the way. I Agreed. Know that's controversial. Agreed. If, uh, best game, like awesome game. Yeah. So, and uh, and I, I remember picking Crunch as my first uh, character, <laughs> the for alligator, my first ever race. And he and he's <laughs> he stinks. Like he's not. He's a he's a low tier character. I don't know what the tier list is for that game. He's but, definitely low tier. Um, yeah. But yeah, and uh, it was one of those things where like <laughs> we got it. I opened it up, up for my birthday, and then like that's all I like was doing. Like. Like party's over, everyone can go home. <laughs> like you know, I'm gonna be playing this now, and um, yeah, and and the rest was history. That's amazing, uh, Steven. How about, do you have a N64 story? 
Yeah, so I remember I have a couple, right? So history with me is my grandma got me my N64, or it's like my household. It's like a, a Christmas present for for my house, right? And came with Star Fox, right? And uh, God, play that. We probably played that like a hundred times before we were done playing it, like for real. So ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, do a barrel roll. drilled into our head as a kid but um i just remember breaking so many damn controllers over the life of that n64 the 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 stick stick yeah always like it would sag right and then yeah it just wouldn't hold its thing but man what a fucking game so Uh, good for those listening, Jacob pulled up like Star Fox 64, like a preview of the cartridge. Mm-hmm. You can buy like. this on Amazon right now. What's that, Miguel? Said it comes without the Rumble Pack. It True. does. Yeah. And that was a whole other thing maybe we'll get into later. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Rumble Pack. I forgot about Rumble Packs. My, yeah. my crazy story was convincing my parents to buy me Conker's Bed for a day. Uh, for oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And like. As you know, if any of you played that game, it's definitely not kid appropriate. No. Uh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and. <laughs> my, my brothers, so we played through that game, I don't know, along with like Banjo Kazooie, probably like 20 times a piece. Yeah. Uh, and then Ocarina, of course, was one of the big ones. But, but that was the craziest one because it, it had like. Didn't have multiplayer at the time? Was that it like did. a thing? Yeah. So and like you had you could pee on people. <laughs> like yeah, it was crazy, dude. <laughs> Conquer's Bad Fur Days multiplayer was like a lot of like weird shooter, third person shooter battlegrounds where it's like mm. uh squirrels versus teddy bears or some shit. If you remember yeah. that properly. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm surprised my parents are just like, Oh yeah, cool. That game's fine. I mean, like, on the on the outside, it looks like a cute animal game. You know what I mean? Right. And I th- they told me later, like, yeah, we only got you that game because we're like, oh, well, you know, it's got a squirrel at the front. How much harm could it do, right? <laughs> a lot. So, and then, yeah, lot, people yeah. forget that those rare games all had like multiplayer suites for a long time. Like Banjo Tooie had a full on Goldeneye, yeah, uh, first person shooter where you're holding Kazooie as like an egg gun, and the different eggs that you can pick up in the game. Like there was a grenade wow. egg that's like a rocket launcher. It was, like, mm-hmm. relatively... I, I used to have a lot of fun they with those fun. back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty yeah, Conquer's weird one, too. I just did... And then you look back at it, you're like, wow, that didn't... Probably didn't hold up, uh, you know? I mean, the, uh, the 360... The Matrix part was really cool, though. The, I will say. The 360 remake of that game does hold up, though. I will say. Oh, it does. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. What was that, Miguel? I said, for the time, it was, I mean... You look back, a lot of those games, they don't hold up now, but for the time, they were fucking awesome. Oh, Incredible. Yeah. I mean, you guys, rem- you guys remember those three gamers we just showed a second ago? They were ecstatic. Yeah. They were ecstatic. That's my point. <laughs> <Good time. laughs> I was one of those gamers. Yeah, same. Now, when did, what year did this come? It came out in what, 90? 96, dude. September 96. Yeah. 20, uh, so it was like right before I started high school. Right. So, Wild. I mean, that was some like fucking awesome shit. You guys make me feel old, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just so many great parts in that game, though. Like that game, 
just maybe the the graphics didn't hold up as much. And, and I, know, the... I, I almost feel like I wonder if you, you the graphics didn't do that much for you guys only because that's what you were used to. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, when you were coming from like a Super Nintendo, yeah. a Nintendo, an Atari, mm-hmm. like you got to see the evolution of all this shit and yeah. you go fucking mind-blowing dude it was yeah, yeah. fully mind-blowing like you know fucking mind-blowing i'm only a little younger than you miguel so i know those times as well man you know that so you know that so like i think and i hate to say this but i feel like it's lost on you guys you don't know what you got uh, it's i don't true. know about that dude, yeah, first dude gen z was, gen z yeah. is even more lost on that they're like well, oh, I don't give exactly a trash <laughs> graphics trash trash game trash graphics but like There's a lot of that man it's so annoying I hate to sound old, but... <laughs> well, hey, I think all man. of us grew up, though, with seeing that progression of graphics, though. I True. Think, I mean, at so. least the millennials, yeah. For the yeah. most part. Yeah, so I, mean, I, I like... remember, I mean, for me, it was Game Boy. The jump from Game Boy to oh, that was really, yeah. like, the big thing, you know? Because it was like, yeah. I was playing... And we're back from uh, OBS crashing. Uh, don't know what we were just talking about. You guys remember? Just how N64 graphics are, like... So beloved in, as far as nostalgia, but the how they don't really hold up. But then the gameplay mechanics of them are still so like seminal, like Mario sixty four mm-hmm. and Mario Kart and Diddy Kong Racing, like you're talking about. Like those are still when I play those games today, I still have more fun than like playing a modern Mario Kart in a lot of ways. Um, not to mention Smash, right? Like oh, oh yeah, uh, Smash One is still has a very dedicated uh, community at the moment. If you guys didn't, I. Know. I have I've uh, I have a funny story with Smash where like uh y'all y'all remember those like little kid haircut places like they'll have like the like car oh, yeah. boxes that you use yeah yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I I was like 6 years old or something when Smash came out and again you know back in those days you didn't know what games existed or like you know cuz if you didn't have the magazines if you you know even yep. on the internet you didn't know where to go sometimes like I remember like always there was like a a, a season of, of my life where i would beg my parents to take me to this like kids haircut place and i was like six years old i remember my dad wanting to go to like whatever just a normal place i was like nah i gotta i gotta play smash bros for 15 minutes while i wait before i get my haircut because i just i gotta get a taste of it and that's incredible i i still i still stand by loving that initial smash 64 i think the physics of it like it's way more about like we call it in my friend group we called it the valley where it's like you know you can spike people by like essentially downing them <laughs> yeah off the edge Hell yeah. so it was just all about edge control and like just sending people to the valley as we called it <laughs> and uh uh and, like all the newer smashes just are all about this whole aerial combat thing and it just got like more and more floaty mm-hmm. and i still miss that kind of like grounded kind of sluggish movement in that game in some ways i don't know mm-hmm. dude one of my favorite things to do in that game was to play on fox's level as fox and then continuously like get him to the right area where it's like like it kind of drops a little and there's a little ledge and i would yeah. just bounce him against the wall against the top of the thing backs down to the ground bounce him again i would just do this boom 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 yeah. and then finally with the, down, with the down b little shield thing yeah like, yeah all mm-hmm. sorts of kicks and punches bouncing them all around like a goddamn pinball machine I, that was so fun to do man and i i was like the best uh smasher on my block and then i would get my you know i'd get my shit smashed all up as soon as i met some kids who could really play <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i feel like we all had that that simultaneous experience where like 
yeah. in your friend group, there's a certain hierarchy, and then you go play a different friend group, and you're like, whoa, they play totally different or on a different level, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's talk about controllers for a second, man. Um, and so, ooh. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> I was like, whoa. Uh, oh, that's the wrong window, y'all. That's the wrong window. Let's get to the correct window. Um, this one. All right, cool. Um, oh, no. <laughs> so, sorry about that. Uh, that's now we whole... know what to go for. <laughs> oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> Which, by the way, the reason why I brought up that clip that was, or that window that was just there is because they yeah. still sell them. They st- I wanted to have a picture of the Mad Cats, which we'll talk about in a second here. Oh, yeah, uh, dude, yeah. You guys remember those. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so this is a complete N64 con- official controller collection. Uh, so let's look at them. So, like, obviously this guy, this was the regular solid gray. Uh, we all remember mm-hmm. this one. It came with the console. But the coolest thing about the N64 was all the controller combinations. You know, we had this blue one here. We had this red one. We had the green one, yellow, black. Mm-hmm. But then we had these crazy-ass ones that were, like, see-through. Man, that shit was Love crazy. It. I feel like N64 is the first time that we had those weird clear ones. Yep. yep. Um yeah, I'm trying so. to think about the timeline of it, but I I wonder if it lined up with the Macintosh computers like, oh. were also that probably a did. later or yeah probably a little later. These these didn't come out probably at launch, so yeah, they probably were right around the Macs like late '90s. Yeah, yeah, I would I think, think like right. 1999 kind of vibes. You're talking about mm-hmm. those really long and fat computer monitor things that had like yeah. clear in the back. Yeah, the big yeah, chunky the- ones, but had like. Yeah, purple and green, like whatever. They're called yeah, IMAX. Yeah, the IMAX. Yeah, um, yeah, man. And then we had even more. And then this, this, this is the first time we had that iconic like uh, uh, GameCube yeah. purple. Gray purple, baby. God, fuck. That was my. That was my. That was my controller. My special controller. I had a gray one, and then I had that one. And I just remember, anyone, anytime someone came to my house, it's like, nope, that's mine. Get out of here. Uh, yeah, you, you can't touch a certain controller. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, I was going to say, there's there's always, like, this is my controller, and this is my friend's controller, right? <laughs> they get the match. The cats. B button might be a little bit messed up, you know? But. <laughs> I haven't seen the packaging for those in so long. The, like... They have to cut through it with scissors and like tear oh. it all off packaging. <laughs> the you gotta be careful because you might cut the wire too, man. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, you're totally right about that. Um, Extreme and then you green. Definitely slice your hand open after you're cutting it because the plastic mm. was on the plastic. The plastic itself knife. is like a razor. <laughs> oh, God, I remember that plastic, man. You know, Pokemon cards used to come in that too. Oh, like, yeah. Here's oh. a couple special edition Pokemon ones that I thought looked pretty cool too. You can see that my Pokemon friend had Center. the Hey You Pikachu Nintendo 64. I was That's always so jealous. Oh, wow. <laughs> Great collector's items. Um, so, yeah, there's some controllers there. And then, of course, like I was saying earlier, and you saw just a moment ago, the Mad Cats. Uh, that's not these ones up here. These are like, I think they're, they're hoary, so I believe they're made like now. Um, yeah. But here's the Mad Cats ones. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. These. They for, looked uh, fucked up. For audio people, it's like, the the middle freaking handle that uh, N64 controllers had is just emphasized to all hell here. That's a third leg, looks bro. Like, dude, it really does. Yeah. Ugly <laughs> <laughs> fucking controller. That's so control. weird, man. Why like why were these controllers designed for aliens with three arms? I, so I don't know. <laughs> that controller never made any sense. Yeah. To me. 
And then mouth on the third. Your mouth <laughs> oh, that's three sword style. That's uh, Rowan or Zora. Nice. Yeah. Good reference. It, it's it's funny, like, because um, you were talking about, like, how there's still, like, a dedicated Smash 64 community. And, mm-hmm. and um, I know, like, you can still get third party controllers where, yeah, it's like the stick is where the D-pad is. And, and then that's it. Because mm-hmm. um, honestly, growing up, like, most of the games I played never even used like the D-pad at all. Like, mm-hmm. I like it would literally do nothing. And then even in like Mario Party or whatever, you would just, you know, do little sound clips of if you're like Yoshi or whatever, or Mario or whatever. So, um, yeah, it was like, I, you know, I'm, I'm a I'm a defender of this controller. I think it, it, it works. But like, yeah, you just need to cut off like the left uh, grip because, uh, you know, holding it like that, like, it feels really good to me, so I'm. I might be the outlier there, but I, I really like the controller. Yeah, I think one awesome. of the reasons that first-person shooters work so well on the N64 is because of the the trigger actually being a trigger with Z underneath. You know, like oh yeah, in the back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I you the, know the, was it Perfect Dark? Or, well, I think it was both Perfect Dark and Golden Eye. They both. Uh, yeah. They both had they use the C buttons to look right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. That's not yeah. dual analog. Come on. Yeah. yeah it's no, that, that that doesn't hold. Uh, that doesn't help nowadays. Let's put it that way. It doesn't work out. Yeah. So I mean, it was, it was clunky at best. Yeah. <laughs> My clunky. You know, I love Goldeneye. Mm. Um. The so the just real quick. These are the hoary ones that are made now, and as you can see, just like uh, Brett was mm-hmm. saying, like the the stick is on the left and the buttons on the right. They have a tiny baby. That's almost, a, game, almost a GameCube controller right there. Yeah. I know, which yeah. is clearly the best controller ever. Um, you know, I love the fucking GameCube. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, so a little little bit of controller talk there for you. Um, but yeah, again, just just flip into this. Just look at that weird controller. I mean, it was so strange. Like everyone wonder... would hold like just the right in the middle. You know what I mean? The left hand. It just shouldn't have existed at all. Um, I think we all agree with that. <laughs> I wonder if Nintendo was anticipating porting a lot more Super Nintendo games over, maybe or, or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. or yeah, just like two D centric games because like the Saturn's library is very two D like centric, and mm-hmm. that you know the Saturn controller doesn't even have an analog stick. Uh, you can get like the special one, but because um, yeah, like again, growing up none of the games I played used the D-pad for anything. And then um, I remember like when I started to get into collecting, uh, buying Mischief Makers, if you guys have ever played that game. Yeah, um, that one had used the D- D-pad. Yeah, I was gonna mention yeah, that. And so, yeah. Yeah, and so I wonder if like they just anticipated their own developers and third parties. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a discussion we can get into as well. Like with, they just thought the direct, they didn't know. So they kind of tried to hedge their bets, I guess. If yeah. If you're in a more 3D environment or 2D, and for Nintendo, it was more 3D. That's that, a big gamble, right? That's more like what I thought is that um, they essentially were um, like just making room for developers to develop any kind of game with any controls, but at the uh, detriment of a weird ass controller design. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's it's just so a, fucking weird. The PlayStation also, you know, they didn't come with analog six two at the at the start, right? So yeah. They thought it was going to be more two D centric, anyways, and they started playing games. True. The, well, remember the uh, the the, the ana- What was it called? The Analog Shock or whatever the original yeah, version. I think it was just the analog. Oh, 
Dual analog, yeah. Yeah, it didn't actually have uh, any rumble. like rumble feature. Oh, okay. So it was just called the an the an yeah the analog or whatever. But it had like, like an a analog controller. And it had those sticks. It was like revolutionary. We we're like, oh shit, what? That's crazy. I think Ape Escape was the first game that used it. Maybe yes. I, for, I believe yeah. that is correct. Classic game. Yeah. Um, okay, so a little trivia for you guys. What is the first ever released, officially released, uh, in America, that is, um, N64 game? Um, we're not talking about the two launch games? Uh, according to Wikipedia, those aren't <laughs> on there. Okay, uh, is it Shadows of the Empire? Wait, hold on. What? Hang on a second. Am I doing this wrong? Oh, there we go. <laughs> ah, yes. Uh, sorry, there's two games that that launched with the N64. I was looking at this. Only two. That's like so two. wild. Like, yeah, almost like crazy. two launch uh, games. With like Breath of the Wild, where they were like, you know, we're just showing Breath. You know, it's this Breath of the Wild and at E3. Clips. <laughs> yeah, what? Dude, what? that's the same thing. So we all know Super Mario 64 was the game, right? What was the yeah. other N64 game that that came Ooh. out during launch? anybody else know there's two of them I I, I, i've heard this on a on a show before maybe game scoop back in the day but i can't uh, just remember what a star fox no that came out later yeah a year later it was pilot wings 64 boom you got it i was gonna say pilot wings it's pilot wings yeah that's number one good job brett you you got it man well what was the third game to come out and i'm talking about specifically just in america um, because Japan had a bunch of games before this, of course. Great job. What was the was third N64 game to come out? Wait, Brett, before you answer, what does everybody else guess? Let's Mario see. Golf, maybe? No. One guess only. Steven? Mm. What do you think? Chat? What do you think? Don't Google. Win, win back? <laughs> What'd you say? Win, win back? back? No, but you know I win love back. Win Back. <laughs> You know I fucking love Winback, dude. I'm I had never heard of that game until it came to NSO. That was oh, cool. that's yeah. funny. <laughs> I rented the shit out of that game from Blockbuster. Miguel, any guesses? Um, Looks like you're just looking it up on your phone. No, no, I'm not looking it up. <laughs> I'm not looking it up. Uh, no, I, 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 honestly, I don't remember. It's Wave Race 64, guys. Oh, oh, dude, oh. That makes sense. Were you okay. going to guess that, I, Brett? I played that early. No, for sure. I was gonna, I was gonna guess Shadows of the Empire because I know that game That's was pretty a, early on. Yeah, I was gonna say that was pretty early. So that came out December third, nineteen ninety six, while Wave Race, the Wave Race sixty four came out like literally a month before. Yeah, uh, the water in Wave Race. I remember just blowing my mind back in the day. Still to this right. day, dude, it it looks so cool. It looks so cool. So yeah. freaking wild. Um, and Shadows of the Empire too. Come on, what a game that was. Oh, that game was uh, rad, dude. I'm a huge Star Wars guy, so like I love Dash Rendar and all the Dash Rendar. Yeah, what was yeah. his droid's name? I'm trying to remember. I don't. Was know. it eight eight T eighty eight? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. eight, right. Isn't eighty eighty eight the bounty hunter? No, IG eighty eight is the is the other. Oh, uh, but Dash Rendar's. You droid. fight IG eighty eight in that game on a on a on a junk train through like a trash planet dude dude that's interesting uh, that, that's that. a game where like if you're playing it on pc it's way easier because the controller doing a 3d shooter game with one stick yeah. is like 
Uh, I just loved how that game tough. like totally baited you in in the beginning with being like, "Hey, this is the Battle of Hoth," and then it's completely not about like anything <laughs> like in the Star Wars canon. Otherwise, you know, it's pretty. Oh, good. you know what? A A A T eighty eight. I think it, is that Dark Forces. Did I get my? Yeah, that's Dark oh, Forces, yeah, guys. Is. Yeah, his robot was L E L E B O two D nine. Who who would have guessed wow, that long ass fucking thing? Libo. Okay. Okay. Yikes. Uh, yeah, Dark Forces two Jedi Knight still are my favorite games of all time. By the way. That's great. They'll, they'll bring, they'll bring them back eventually. They're I, they're I remastering so. Dark Forces One. On, I'm uh, stoked for that. Yeah, because that game is rough to play nowadays with the controls. Yeah, so yeah. I played on modernizing DOS. that. Yeah, I had that on DOS on my computer. Mm-hmm, um. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's look at uh, Blast from the Past that Gage dug up. That's right, old school IGN. Um. Let me pull this. That was, uh, that was how it. IGN got started. Yeah. Sorry. Exactly. Like I no no please. Um, IGN originally was Per Schneider and one other guy I forget his name. Um, started N64.com, which has since been taken back by Nintendo. Yeah. Um, but it but it then went to IGN64.com, and that's what I was able to find using the Wayback Machine. Um, so here uh, Jacob's going to bring it up. So I don't know exactly. But look at this website. It looks like this slice is from like Ooh. really early on because you could see the activity on the bar on the top, which you guys can't see right now. But this is like one of the like first three slices. In fact, mm-hmm. I think this is from December twelfth, nineteen ninety eight, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, oh, right yep. there, yeah, it says December eleventh. Uh, we have Turok: Seeds of Evil, which yeah. was one of the most rad games of all time at the time. Cerebral um, bar. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that was sick. Well, that was actually from the second one. Um, but yeah, was it? oh yeah, yep. yeah, which was sick, by the way. And they brought both those games back to like Steam, I think. Um, yeah, Mario Golf. They're talking about Zelda, and then I found this uh, link that I clicked on. South Park, the game. You remember this shit? You played this game, Brett? Dude. Uh, I I think I played it at like a friend's house, and uh, it's not good. <laughs> which is funny because <laughs> they're not good. No. They're doing. They're basically making another one of these now. That one game they just announced a few weeks back or whatever. Yeah, it's like yeah another yeah. like weird multiplayer 3D cartoon game. So that was a weird call. Let me yeah. read this caption. This says South Park 64 will utilize Nintendo's four megabyte pack for an optional high res mode expansion uh, yeah. pack, dude. Okay, like the shit? expansion pack. Yes, like, that's a whole other thing, man. I remember going to friends' houses and and they didn't have it. I was like. Oh man! All right, like, what is this? Oh, you don't got the expansion pass. It's like uh, you're at that level. You're at that level. Okay, because like games like Rogue <laughs> Squadron, like honestly, it's like it's like you're playing the game on hard mode. Hard mode if you don't have the expansion pack because the yep. fog of war is so m- much worse without mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Totally, man. And, and, the, and the Rumble Pack, like freaking yeah, that's a different thing entirely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, the Rumble man, Pack was a I game remember- changer. I remember Rogue Squadron feeling like it was the prettiest game I'd ever seen in my entire life when I played it. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were always like pushing the tech with those games, honestly, because those that one, this one looks great, and then like two and three on GameCube always like were ahead of the curve, like so good. We need a new one of those. We do, Think yeah. Because yeah. Star Wars Squadrons was great. But yeah, I need the arcade. The arcadiness. Yeah, give us the Forza Horizon of Star Wars Squadrons. You know what I mean? Seriously, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the ability to be third person in your ship, I feel like, is like, as much as it's cool to have that cockpit experience, I'm sure, especially in VR, it's like you want to see the ship. The ship is the cool yeah. part, you know? Yeah, I have yeah. an idea. What about like, 
What about like the the crew motor fest, but like Star Wars vehicles? Okay. Just Star Wars stuff, yeah, and like no. not in, at all related to anywhere on Earth. So, um, this is some high res graphics, guys. I had to zoom in that much. Oh, dude. So it's so funny, like play it, yeah, because those games are like, because well, at that era of transis, uh, transitioning to like HD TVs, and you'd still hook up your old N sixty four to those TVs and it looked even worse and you're like, right. oh my gosh. Because they were like, made for CRT, right? Like, yeah. they filled yeah. in some of that muddiness for from yeah. the pixels, so. A hundred percent, yeah. It's like 240p or less or whatever, like. Yeah. Whoa, look, the Hyrule Times. What is that? <laughs> so like a oh, yeah. This oh, is great. wait, there's a GameCube there. When's this from? Oh, this is from uh, 2004, I guess. Oh, okay. Dang. I guess I skipped a little too far there. Let's Have go you gotten to the, yourself one yet? <laughs> let's go to the IGN boards from July 2001. Uh, just read oh, a couple. We'll, we'll rattle a few of these off here. Just um, headlines, yeah. Uh, is is Tony Hawk 2 out for 64 yet? Majora's Mask! Exclamations. <laughs> Conquer dot 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 sexual innuendo. The sexual innuendo. It's good. It's more than innuendo. Can I even read this? I tried to click on one. Yeah, I tried to click on these and it it doesn't show it. I think they've just all expired. From yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can flip through multiple pages at least. Let's see what's on page one. Do any stores still sell sell new Jungle Green N sixty four? See, people wanted those colors, man. Colors are great, dude. Uh, well, I remember when um, PlayStation put out their kind of complimentary ones, the same type of thing, where it was clear plastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know they did clear plastic. That's cool. Oh, yeah. It'll, oh, yeah. I remember they blue did. clear plastic, yeah. They I had didn't a do the, was awesome. didn't do the systems, right? They just did the controllers. No, I don't believe... Actually, I think you. I, I think there was, like, third-party sellers selling the, uh, the systems. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, a case. You could buy the case for it. Or I, yeah. I want to even say that you could probably buy the case on its own, and it was actually a PlayStation product. So, yeah, yeah, we got we got some youngsters in chat saying that this looks like a porn site. It's maybe it's nowadays. Like it's basically, <laughs> Chad, it's basically Reddit. <laughs> yeah, this is what. Yeah, it's essentially. Reddit. This is what it what it what the internet used to be a collection. Yeah, these are called these are called message boards or yeah, forums as they used to shit. call them. I, I, I don't I don't uh, I don't feel bad that you don't know what it's like. You don't appreciate what you have. This is pre Google pre Google era right here. True. This is before yes. Google was. Existing. Do not give out insider password. That's a good one. <laughs> Perfect dark or red faction. What's the better FPS? Ooh, that had to get get really oh, intense. I mean, I'm gonna say red faction actually, even though I like Perfect Dark a lot. But. Destructible environments. I would wholeheartedly disagree, but yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Though, I mean, red faction back in the day with the rocket launchers and you could just blow up the terrain. It was so fun. But what about the goat? Star Wars Episode One racer. I wish I could read this. Uh, Dude, Potters are man. Oh, hard. Going back to that Sorry. game, I just played it recently on Xbox. It's it was hard, a game pass. It is so <laughs> fast. It's like you just hit the wall so quickly. Yeah. Where there are two Star Fox 64s. I don't know if that guy could spell very good. What are you talking about the <laughs> licensing thing? Because they called it a different name in like, Europe and stuff. Oh. Ooh. Or Star Fox 2, that never got. Oh, I guess it got released now. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. WrestleMania 2000. Why does so many people hate the loading of games? Because it sucks. It would suck balls, dude. (laughs) It's the worst. (laughs) 
Zelda Ocarina of Time. We all knew that was the goat. Um, okay, let's look at this quick list from Video Games Chronicle. This is their top N64 games. Let's judge this quickly. Uh, right. At their number 25 out of 25, Wave Race 64. Mm, I don't know. Does that feel kind of low? A little bit low. Yeah, it's definitely like in the... Bit. It's it's definitely in the best of the best. So, yeah, again, I, where you put it, it's because and again, mm. this is the air too. Where like, imagine if, if like Sony was like, all right, we're developing a triple A wave race game, <laughs> jet ski <laughs> game. It's mm-hmm. like what? Yeah, I, I, but I kind of miss this stuff too. You know, I kind of miss yeah. it. Yeah. cruising the, cruising world and stuff. Yeah. The, the music oh, and yeah. wave the music and wave race is one of my favorite things about that game. By the way, oh dude, yeah, the the jazz like yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh! They uh, somebody put out like a vinyl of it a few years ago, and <laughs> look at that yeah, booty. It's, it's sick, man. <laughs> caked up, caked up, caked up. I would say, like, as far as graphics, like N sixty four is the hardest one to I feel like show people nowadays because I don't know. Yeah, it was the very start I, of that. They like, don't get it. I'd say N sixty four is the best out of the that whole generation. Yeah, it's totally. It's like the smoothest, like the smoothest, po- smoothest polygons of that era. Like, I feel like PlayStation did a really good job of packing in detail, whereas N sixty four didn't. Like the resolution felt like smooth. You know what I mean? And that was sort of the difference. Uh, yeah, literally, oh, like uh, literally yeah. the hardware differences were. Yeah. Yeah. So but, I mean, yeah, ups and downs. of that generation, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, of retro kind of graphics, it's it's probably the one that holds up the least. Is that mm-hmm. generation? Because so, pixel yeah. art is still really beautiful if it's done right, you know. So right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I still believe that eventually, like, we're gonna come back to this stuff. Like, it's all gonna come back where people make polygonal like 3D games. Oh, they're already I, I doing feel that. Like- We'll do that only out of nostalgia and yeah. not necessarily because it's good looking. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's I don't already. Know. I just I feel like you're. It's going to be more of like a generational thing where you're going to have people who grew up with this stuff are going to want games like this, whereas mm-hmm. a lot of us have wanted games that were pixel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Made. Indie, indie devs are doing this kind of stuff, making games seem retro. You're seeing that a lot. Not to mention, like, Gen Z or whatever, or, like, the youngsters are wanting, like, old uh, digital cameras because they think it look cool, even though they're, like, yeah. low megapixels. Like, just the f- same reason I want vinyl records, because I just think they're cool and fun to collect and they still sound good. You know what I mean? Like, there's always going to be a, uh, a want for retro. For, things, for those people who collect uh, VHS tapes, which I find fucking crazy. Yeah. Right. And then you have like younger bands putting out cassette tapes for yeah. not just demos, but their mm-hmm. whole album. And I'm like, it's happening. You realize it's like the worst fucking medium to put a music out on. <laughs> hey, that's just me. <laughs> Remember when stuff you used to forward for a reason yeah. for a lot of this. <laughs> well, people want to move backward too. So, all right, let's hit. I, mean, some... I don't know if anyone ever played a tape a bunch of times and it just stopped and it fucking working. Eight? Yeah, and it got <laughs> eight by your device. It like literally was yeah. eaten alive. Yeah, or you just there. played it so much it degraded. So, like, <laughs> it's the worst medium to put anything out on. But that I don't know. But hey, tape... everything comes back. Tape, tape, <laughs> yeah. Tape delay effect effects machines are pretty rad, though I will say in the sound uh, cool. design set space. Uh, let's let's go through a few more of these other games. Blast Core, I think we've all played this one, probably. Mm. Um, that was kind of weird. 
I would put Wave Race ahead of that, to be honest. Me too. I was yeah. about to say, already, I don't like that. Mario Party 1, 2, and 3 should be above Wave Race, for sure. Those games still obviously those hold are so up. so fun. Jim Tasty Incredible. be streaming this game and shit sometimes. Love um, those games. Uh, Star Wars Rogue Squadron and Episode 1, Battle for Naboo. Goated. Yeah. Goated. Uh, Sin and Punishment. I don't know what the Hell fuck this yeah. is. I don't it's know. like Star Fox. It's like Star Fox where it's a rail shooter, so you're always going forward. Yeah. And you just got to move and dodge. But you're like on foot. Nice. I got a wild story, too. So. Beetle Adventure Racing. Do you this remember game's, that? No. This game's actually pretty good. The, yeah. the, the thing about the N64 era was like, there was like a billion kart racers. Like yeah. So many. It's crazy when you like look through like the library. It's like, dang, there's like so many. But that was just what people were into at the time. If, if I'm not mistaken, this came out. I just saw it as like a big ad. <laughs> that came out when that body style of Vita, uh, bug came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they relaunched the bug after all those years. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And then that game came out for it. it was sort of like you know uh, what was it? Seven Up Spot. Spot oh yeah, game. that was Super Nintendo. Yeah, I love I that game. That shit, yeah, my friend had that. Conquer's Bad Fur Day. shit, dude. Great game. <laughs> Still holds up if you it play. Should it be a little higher version. in my opinion, but you know. Yeah, I'm, yeah, and they're putting 1080 snowboarding above Conquer. I don't know about that. Do, um, what do you guys think? Again, again, it was good though. It it was good, and the the soundtrack was super dope too. Like mm. the the main menu theme song is always like stuck in my head and uh again like when would they ever like this era and then maybe the next generation too with like ssx tricky and stuff like when would you make a big budget like first party snowboarding game like you just never would do it so yeah uh it was fun yeah it was super cool it was definitely groundbreaking you have to admit um pilotwing 64 that game was (laughs) fun but i could never figure it out as a little kid for some reason it was hard as a little kid too yeah i agree yeah. So I would put this lower personally. Uh, Paper Mario was that on N sixty four? Yeah, it was. No way. Dude, this wow. game rules so hard. I think it's honestly it my favorite. Um, I know, I know, Thousand Year Door got the remake announcement a little bit ago, which I'm over the moon about. Mm-hmm. I like. Th- I think I like this one a little bit better. I don't know if that's like just wow. a little spicy take, but uh, with the factor in that, like. The N64 had an RPG problem where there just weren't yeah. a lot of them on there. Um, Quest 64? Hey, Quest, Quest 64. <laughs> yeah, God. That, game, that game's all right. I think this game is like a 9 out of 10. I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm 100% kidding. <laughs> like, and this is like the best. I think this does the best job of like actually exploring the Mushroom Kingdom because you play like the main Mario titles and like there's just, you know, there's not a lot of Mario lore out there. This game actually kind of like breathes life into the whole mushroom kingdom so it's it's fantastic well Amazing game. so did super mario rpg moving on um mystical ninja starring goemon which was i'll put this like maybe my number one maybe possibly so i played the fuck out of this game you guys have this game anyone no no never played it miguel you uh, know nope. about this i say i know about it but i don't know too much about it to be honest with you oh my oh, god wait, i think i've played this fucking game <laughs> yeah i don't know why i had this game but i did and i played the ever-loving shit out of it and it's so fun and so cool look up footage of it 
uh and the music yeah, is like iconic to me personally <laughs> yeah blockbuster helped a lot yeah for sure episode one racer yes yeah. still alder beto right there that's his pod racer yeah <laughs> Whoa, dude wow. neva key dude like that was my favorite one he was the one that didn't have the purple like laser it was like yeah. all one yeah. unit body because his his turning was so great and that again what's so good about like these kind of video games is like in the movie like there's you know like 30 pod racers you don't really get to meet any of them except Sebulba and yeah. and then like Neva Key gets punked in the race or Ben Quaternaris <laughs> who's like the best ben racer Quaternaro, yeah he's yeah. a he's the best racer in this game his stats are out of this world and like he just gets they wrecked. just get they get punked in the movie <laughs> like, <laughs> amazing by a child yeah. none, no less yeah but, good point well, he doesn't even get off the he doesn't even get off the runway his his uh his power coupling breaks and it you know yeah he, they shoot out <laughs> yeah <laughs> Now this is pod racing. Uh, soccer yeah, so games. Soccer. Soccer games. I didn't play any soccer games whatsoever on the sixty four. No. So I could. I remember. Play yeah, playing Mia Ham soccer a lot. Mm, um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, apparently, like I, I never like played a lot of soccer games back then. But uh, when you look at some of the yeah best games on the system, like there's like a couple of FIFA's in there, stuff like that that are. I mean, it kind of looks like a modern FIFA game, you know? Like, it's it's pretty on part, you know? Yeah, kind of. FIFA hasn't changed for 23 years. (laughs) (laughs) Stalker. Then we got one of, like, the best kart racer of all time, Diddy Kong Racing. That's right. With the, you know, the kids laughing at the very beginning every time you'd turn that game on. Remember the kids Oh, my gosh, yeah. This is, okay. (laughs) This is, like, this is an odd story, but... This playing this game was when I learned my first uh, cuss word, the F bomb. Oh, what? Really? Because uh, you know, back 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 in this day, you know, video games had cheat codes, and um, there was a code called I think Fun Balloons that would give you like instant like or like unlimited uh, speed boost. And I typed in I typed in C instead of N, and I was with my cousin, and he he's like uh, two years older than me, so. He he already knew that word, I guess, and was giggling. I was like, "Why are you laughing so much?" And he told me, and then started yelling it around in the house. And my Uh-oh. parents were really mad. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, but um, what's that's funny great. about that is fun balloons—that's titties. That is. Titty. Yeah. Then we got Smash oh. Bros. <laughs> Woo! Oh, so oh, look good. at those polygons. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. That uh, Miguel. That's hot. That's hot. Uh, it's hot. <laughs> who was your who was everyone's main did you have a main in smash Bros. 64 fox it, i always played pikachu nice with 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 smash with all of them i love playing as samus even though she's not the best mm-hmm. i just love metroid so much so like i always would rock her yeah yeah nice. i'm, I'm the same samus yeah i was a i was a captain falcon main and still am to this day Ooh. let's go falcon punch Forever, man. Falcon Punch. <laughs> <laughs> um, Samus yeah. rules, by the way, and I, I, all of the characters from the OG, I'm down with too, especially uh, Luigi. Oh, and like going back up to Smash real quick, like the inclusion of the secret character when you unlock yeah. Ness again, because I was, you know, I was Jigglypuff. born in 1990. I was born in 1993, so like I had no idea what Earthbound was, and then you ex- you get to see who Ness is, and you're like, what is going on? And then like. Even years later, finally getting to play it, like I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, 
again, Smash Bros. Again, the cross franchise, all of it, amazing. <laughs> it was unbelievable at the time, for sure. I absolutely yeah. love it. Um, then we have the W. We all know I was Ooh, never really yeah. into wrestling, but the N sixty four wrestling games are legendary. I know we all played mm. them. Those wrestling games were awesome. I will say that those were always fun. So cool and, and ridiculous. Um, Star Fox sixty four, which is still like one of the best games of all time, hundred percent. It's uh, a it's a ten out of ten. Like yeah, what's what's so uh, I think unique or like dignifying about this era or like I, I identifying is like this is the start of like the cinematic game mm-hmm. like like the like getting a cinematic experience playing video games because I, I know you could go back to like super nintendo and you know final fantasy <laughs> 6 or whatever but like for, for me that's not as cinematic because yeah. like when you're when you're playing this game and like you know you get to the end and like you know you're dad quote-unquote save you and stuff like that like the voice acting the full voice acting like it's it's incredible man this game rules yeah but 100 between this game and metal gear solid it was like groundbreaking stuff for like yeah. cinematic moments and video games for sure you know it you went choose your own adventure yeah. yeah oh yeah that was the cool thing about Star Fox as well as just the different paths and you know what they would lead to uh, mm-hmm. and and also getting good you know what i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mario Kart 64, which everyone loved, although I still liked the Super Nintendo version more for some reason, and Diddy Kong Racing was better. I um, love Mario Kart 64. It's just the yeah. the kind of jank of it. Um, I think makes it really fun. Obviously, like the the weapon system and how you get better weapons when you're further back, and so like you're kind of just never out of the game. Yeah, like can it be infuriating, but also makes it so that like playing with your friends is always fun. I don't know. It's a good time. Unless you're it, first. It may, it may be nostalgia for me, but this is like my favorite Mario Kart. Because um, I think I, I, I legit it, I, I legit think this game has the best battle mode out of any of them. Oh, yeah, that um, is true. Yeah. Like, I, Definitely. It, it's just like, and, and then, yeah, having the like pixel like kart racers within the 3D environment. Again, leveling up from two player to four player because, you know. Mm-hmm. Instead of just playing with one person, you got to actually have like three people with you. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so good, man. Yeah, yeah it's great. Uh, Double Dash is my favorite Mario Kart for the record. Mm-hmm. That one was, yes, that's acceptable. Three. That's an acceptable answer. Oh, F Zero, F Zero X. This Remember this shit? This yep. is cool. Sixty FPS, dude. When when those a mm-hmm. lot of N sixty four games were like fifteen or twenty or whatever. Like mm-hmm. this game was sixty locked, dude. That's hot. The sound the soundtrack is really good. Oh um, god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh blue, what's it called? Something big blue uh, bla- big raceway blue. and big know, the ribbon yeah. and the terran. The ribbon <laughs> and the terran. So uh, real big quick, blue, yeah. not to uh, not to take us off too long because we've been going long, but um uh I really want a modern F Zero game that is a third person action game part of the time and then has races, like where you play because Captain Falcon is a bounty hunter. That's actually yeah, his backstory. Actually, yeah. And I would love to like be Captain Falcon. You have to go around and like do levels and fight these other people. And then at the end of it, for whatever reason, you just have to race them over. <laughs> I want to like have it be where like you do these races, but then there's like all these missions racer. on the mm-hmm. side. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. You hear that, Miyamoto? Uh, Banjo Kazooie, Banjo Tooie. I mean, we all know these are legendary games. Although I never uh-huh. had them, I played them way later. I never had my hands on. Johor. Yeah, I just never, I just never got him. I don't know why, just never happened. And the music was so cool too for those oh. games. Mm-hmm. Awesome, man. One of one of the cool mm-hmm. things about this game, I 
believe it was the first time anyone had ever done it. If not, it was definitely the most notable of like the transitional like aspect of the music. Like if you walk yeah. from one area to the next, like the music would slowly fade in and out as opposed to just track starting and stopping. Um, and and uh, like uh, I think it was Gage that said it like. The, like the fact that people are even like having the conversation that this is better than Mario 64, w regardless of what side you're on, mm -hmm. like the fact that there's a conversation is credit to this game. And um, yeah, I'm I'm mad at Microsoft that they won't bring this series back because I think Seriously. it can still do. I think it can still do well. I th I think I, it's uh, a licensing nightmare or something like that. But I don't know. I, uh, like you were talking about with the music, that was cool, too. In Banjo-Tooie, at least, I don't remember if it was in Banjo-Kazooie, but it might have been. Like, even if you went into different parts of the level, the the instrumentation of the music would change. So, like, mm -hmm. if you went into, like, the yeah. woods, like, where it might have been, like, banjo and a nice sunny part of the thing, it would turn into, like, flute and be kind of, like, mystic mm -hmm. in the woods. And, like, yeah. I always remember that being super immersive and crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, and underwater, you could swim underwater and stuff. That was kind of cool. That was cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what game did that as well with the music transitions? Mystical Ninja starring Go Goemon. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not kidding. That is 100% true. Uh, GoldenEye 007. We all loved it. Yeah. We don't really got to talk nice. much about it. It was the best shooter of all time at the time. You try to play it now and you'll realize it's still oh. good. At least the new version of, of it is like modern controls are revolutionized. Try to play yeah. it on an N64 with an N64 controller now, and you'll be baffled. I, I do not know how we, how we used to play that for hours <laughs> on end. Right? It's fucking terrible, but I have so many great memories with that fucking game. Same, yeah. All the I even beat that, that game do. is what I wonder now. I know. So fucking good, dude. This so game good. is so good that I borrowed it from my friend and I didn't want to give it back. And it was like a huge <laughs> fight between mm -hmm. us. I was like, no, I'm, yeah. I want to keep it now. I love it so much. But um, the really Xbox good. port is it's very great because the controls are actually like twin stick. Yeah, it's legit. Um, yeah. Gage, I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> I actually, to be honest, I was a perfect dark guy. I never really played Golden. I mean, I played Goldeneye, but it was I wasn't a I was a perfect dark guy. So hey, look, it's perfect dark. There we go. It's, it's the better of the two, in my opinion. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I mean, it definitely was an upgrade on yeah. on Goldeneye, but I think I have more uh, fond memories of Goldeneye personally. Yeah. The multiplayer from Perfect Dark, I remember so having good. a good time with too. Well, that, they had it was fun too. They had some Goldeneye levels in Perfect yeah. Dark, right? Yep, and. Uh, what was that one gun? There's that one gun that you could literally shoot through walls. Yeah, it was a sniper. <laughs> oh, it was like the yeah. alien sniper. Yeah. Basically, whoever, whoever could lock on first, like, you you won. So. Yep. <laughs> I remember that shit. And it gave us a, a gray alien buddy, which was great. And then we get, of course, Mario 64, one of the most revolutionary games of all time. In fact, in that video I started the episode out with, which you should watch, they show off the game where it's like, he's moving in 360 degrees. And they're like, what? That's crazy. Oh, look, he can <laughs> climb the tree, too. Like, th those things that seem so, like, just whatever now were, were literally, like, mind-blowing seeing it it's, for the first time it's the controls i think that's why this game is so legendary is that yeah. it feels so good to play and then you go into the game design aspect like it's yeah you're you're going from level to level to level getting each star boom 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 like you're always like doing something cool like minute yeah. to minute it's it's amazing it i feel like this this is one of the 64 games that holds up to this day uh, like one of the yes. best 
64 mm-hmm. games in that in that regard. Even just sure. the uh, the idea of like the hub world being Peach's Castle, yeah, and how like you went into levels, but then Peach's Castle itself was kind of a level because there's secrets yeah. within okay. that, and mm-hmm. like you know finding like mirrors and paintings and like the, just getting like on the top way of the castle it, was a thing too. Yep, like, yeah, and just yeah. The, the way you unlock the whole thing is cool. Uh, like I got because of this game because of the uh, when I got this game in my life like going to Nintendo World in uh, Universal Studios in Peach's mm. Castle when you first walk in just like it gave me chills you know what I mean it's like that cool um, Majora's Mask which I just never played I just again another game I just like didn't have the money for or something but I want to play one day but um, I hear it's great yeah. it was this, fun this is my favorite Zelda game of all time yeah. Wow. Um, because okay. uh, hmm. I think the emotional like connection to this game and like the themes that they go into are so like deep. You know, it's it's all about like loss and depression and grief and how you handle all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's super powerful. And um, I think I mean, I'm sure another game's done it, but they're like the the living city element to it where like you had the guidebook, the bomber's notebook and you had to like okay, if you wanted to do this quest, hey, they've got a schedule, so they're going to be at this place at this time, and you got to be there, like, as opposed to... Um, I love Bethesda RPGs, but where some dude's just, like, standing in one spot for 24 hours a day, you know, stuff like that, like... Right. You know, like, this game, like, they had a, a schedule, and um, I, I always have, you know, respect for this game, too, where it's like, okay, Ocarina of Time, this legendary game. It's like, how do you follow up with that? You totally shift gears and do something completely different. And um, yeah. I definitely respect that. The, the cool holographic cartridge, too. I don't know if anybody remembers that. Oh, like, yeah. yeah totally. Dude, showing the, yeah, Link swiping the sword, yeah. Miguel, or you? It was, uh, it was, this game is dark, too. It's a really dark game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. going to be honest, I don't remember that aspect of the game itself i do remember liking that game quite a bit though so do you remember the yeah. fucked I mean, up moon i do remember the fucked up moon all right yes yeah Good. yeah like uh i mean when, <laughs> when you beat the game and you have the little drawing of the skull kid and link like just wanted a friend man just wanted a friend yeah. because have you guys ever seen the i forget who what studio did it some some studio made like a majora's mask trailer uh, that was like in super high def it was awesome yeah they was it like ember labs or something like that like they like yeah maybe yeah exactly oh yeah they made um they made uh it is ember bridge of spirit bridge bridge of spirits right yeah 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 cool i I got the yeah ember labs let's go Uh, good on you and then of course the greatest zelda or the greatest n64 game of all time which i agree with is ocarina of time which again still holds up i think to this day oh yeah like This game is again so cinematic. Like, yeah, it, it feels yeah. it feels mythical and like the legendary status of good versus evil and, mm-hmm. um, you know, leveling, come on the like, Ganondorf fight. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, dude! Like the dude, first yeah. open world game, pretty much, right? Basically, kinda, yeah, and yeah, kinda. Um, right. I I want them to remake this game so bad. Like you always cool. see those like Unreal Engine videos on YouTube where it's like yeah. Zelda, it's like. The 3DS version's c- cool and it's great, but like, mm-hmm. man, this game with like modern hardware would be would be so so good. It'd be so great. Cool. Well, that's a Nintendo 64. A lot of games, a lot of stuff, a lot of talk, a lot of hype. Good times. Yeah. Uh, Miguel, you got any closing thoughts on the N64? Any like uh, fun story? I know we didn't get to it because my shit crashed earlier. 
No, that's all good. Um, no, I don't really have like I just my main memory of that system was a lot of a lot of multiplayer. Um, you know, it did have the four controller ports or whatever, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So you get it was four guys. First, you yeah. also need to do the split screen. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, couch co-op, and that was always fun to me. And I, I like I said, I kind of miss that at this point because I everyone's at their own house for the most mm-hmm. part. There's an yeah. aspect of gaming that no longer exists, in my opinion, as far as with the loss of the arcade. And mm-hmm. obviously, couch co-op doesn't really... You don't do that very often nowadays, but... Right. I mean, you, um, like, it's still available on some games. Some games have done, you know, right. done a good job bringing that back. But so, overall, yeah. I just remember having a really good time with a bunch of people. Always Pokemon good. Stadium, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. That was the one thing I wanted to touch on before we like, and it was just like... The Lickitung mini games, the sushi thing, the sushi, um, yeah, and just it's having so it like in three D and it seeing like Charizard and stuff like them, I don't know, just doing their attacks and stuff was kind of cool at the time. But mm-hmm. that game was so understandable too. I used to play that game with my mom. She used to bat, she used to battle me. That was pretty good. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, but, but those mini games, uh, the mini games, I remember being the go-to like uh, couch like oh. multiplayer thing for us so mm-hmm. just trying to play some b-roll of this as we continue to talk brett any uh closing thoughts on the n64 yeah yeah i think uh like we already said like it elevated multiplayer uh it was you know which is funny because nintendo kind of struggles in that regard with you know some elements now with online but like this was like the birth of like the yeah four-player multiplayer uh, environment um again yeah elevating like the cinematic nature of like stories and video games and um i don't know like you know maybe a hot take but i think this is like i think the best of the, this library of the n64's library it can stand up with anything um when you include like ocarina of time and uh paper mario and super mario 64 and you know mario party and stuff like that like it, it's it's an incredible system but it was also the doom the start of like the doom of uh, Nintendo when they stuck with the cartridge versus the CD, right? Uh, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. You know, because I mean, playing the PlayStation I, and, and Xbox, you know, you're getting like I felt like more depth in gaming, whereas N64 was still kind of like becoming more of just like oh, that's just the kid console, and they started releasing mm-hmm. more and more shovelware and stuff like that over over time, um, which I think they rebounded pretty well uh, with the GameCube. But um, absolutely, like you know, N sixty four just kind of cemented the the pit they they dug themselves into with the kid focused gaming, and which uh, they are still kind of in, I, I would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, like they have their way of doing things, but I feel like they have a good enough library, and especially with the Switch and the way that things are ported, and there's just so many games on that console, albeit it's old as fuck now, and it's showing its age for sure. Uh, Nintendo is still just putting out games that are just plain fun. And then 64, uh, I mean, it still did that. Uh, but the fact that, like, you know, Nintendo defined essentially four-player gaming, which became the standard from then until now. Like, literally, it's still the standard, essentially. Yeah. Uh, like, even even with, like, Apex Legends, right? Like, four-player squads max, right? And that's a huge game, right? Um, mm-hmm. 
you got to give Nintendo credit for revolutionizing things. And um, again, I, I can't overstate what it felt like watching that VHS over and over and over again and seeing like what 360 degree movement was and how mind blowing it was. Because even with PlayStation games, we weren't really getting that. You know, like even with 3D games that were just kind of a fixed camera point. But then Mario 64 came out and we were like, what the fuck is this? This is. I was like, mom, look at this. Look at this, mom. <laughs> you know, so uh, I just I, I just loved the console. It was great. Um, all right, guys. N64, Brett, boys, boys night. We're gonna have to conclude that. Um, Boys, good times. Uh, <laughs> shout outs again to uh, you know, hello from the Magic Tavern. Um, let's get our endorsements in so we can all get back to our normal lives. Uh, who wants to go first this week? I can go if you want. All right, Gage. I can fall on that grenade. I can fall on that grenade. <laughs> yes, um, go ahead. I'm a. I'm gonna endorse the Wayback Machine. We we were we were using it to look at the old IGN website. If you don't know, the Internet Archive has a, a program called the Wayback Machine, which allows you to look at snippets of sites uh, from the internet throughout the history of it. It's not complete, obviously. It's a nonprofit organization that makes it happen, um, but uh, it's pretty amazing. You can go to a ton ton of old websites and see. Um, yeah, old versions of them. So it's pretty cool to, to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna endorse uh, uh, Shutter. Uh, hmm. Spooky seasons upon us. I've been, re- I've been, I've already started watching horror films. This is, by the way, footage of the Wayback Machine website. You could just plug in a website and then browse their history all the way back to like the 90s. It's pretty wild. Um, Shutter is like Netflix, but for horror films, uh, there's a lot of stuff on there. There's some schlocky, some crazy, some original programming. But if you like horror films, uh, you can find a lot on there, including um, the uh, Color Out of Space uh, original film, which is based on an H.P. Lovecraft mo- uh, book or novella, I should say, or novel, short story, whatever, uh, which I love. The movie is loosely based on it. Uh, I love them both individually, and it has Nick Cage in it. So uh, I recommend you get Shutter. One, you know, f- at least for this month. I'm gonna do it again. I do it every October. Uh, and you can also watch um, Creep Show. Uh, they got the all of the Creep Show mm. series on there. Um, it's an anthology series, kind of like uh, think uh, Tales from the Crypt or like you know yeah. Twilight Zone or whatever, but like really fucked up horror stuff. Uh, who else has an endorsement? Um, I know it's not a political podcast, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to endorse the the strikers for the auto workers UAW strike. Hell yeah! Um, yeah you know, just yeah, that should be happening. I'm glad it's happening. Good job. Get them. Oh, and, and um, we just had the strikes. Sagatra, right? Yep, uh, Sagatra. Yep, mm-hmm. that's going on as well. With- in, video in, game in, in vegas yep. in vegas as well the culinary union just voted culinary to strike, union is strike too, too. So. good uh, we stand with strikers man pay people more yep uh and on that note my uh endorsement is baby carrots Ooh. Oh, <laughs> you know they're awesome nice and crunchy you know it's a yeah. guilt-free snack bro and uh you dip that in ranch and that's a little bit of guilt you know it's my boy baby carrots Love, Love it. that. 
that leaves that leaves Jim Tasty himself, man. What, what endorsement do you have for us, man? All right, I'm gonna endorse. I'm gonna endorse two things. I'm gonna endorse number one sandwiches. They're just awesome. Good. You know, Love yes. So many, so many ingredients. You get to you know. There's so many possibilities. Uh, and then uh, I'm also gonna endorse uh, Attack of the Clones, man. Uh, it's Woo! all you know. It's known as maybe the worst Star Wars movie, but uh, you know, with the perspective of you can always find something good in, in the bad, right? So there's always like little elements in that movie uh, or anything else that might be maligned in some way that you can still, you know, if you look for it, you can still enjoy, you know, some things. So uh, yeah. Back of the clones. You want to buy some death sticks? <laughs> yeah. You don't want to buy some death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That is my favorite. You don't want to go home and rethink. And also, life. also in episode three. I just want to say had the best lightsaber fight. Oh yeah, yeah. Series, you're right. You know. Yeah. I mean, the Yoda fight from Attack of the Clones is pretty sweet, but yeah, it's, right. it's pretty close. People, yeah. people uh, hate, people hate on that. I love people it. People hate on it now, but at the time, like. Did. I remember my theater was losing their mind. Of Erupting. That. Oh, my God. As a kid in the theater, it was crazy. Like, oh, my God. You, you, had never seen, you, had, you had never seen him use a lightsaber before. So it was also, well, I've never been more attracted to Natalie Portman than when she gets her oh, shirt yeah. ripped by that tiger thing. <laughs> Same. <laughs> you and everyone else, Gage. She's, <laughs> she ain't pregnant in that movie. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> all right guys yeah, uh, marvel's avengers rem- yeah, uh, yeah i know you love tasty promote your stuff so people know where to find yeah, you pimp your internet. shit man yeah yeah so i stream on twitch.tv slash jim tasty about every day we usually play some sort of sh- first person shooter or battle royale or we'll play you know an rpg or a nintendo game we, we basically play anything over there uh and then i'm also part of a podcast group called shared screens where we review movies and games and music and again pretty much anything pop culture so we always have a fun time uh talking about fun stuff over there as well hell yeah man hell yeah follow them we got shared screens you could you could just google these things and find them as well you know what i mean i know you guys got some youtube content going on there too so uh i just want to you know thank you jim tasty thank you brett for being a part of this Uh, our our nerdy nerdiness this is what we do here we get nerdy we get crazy uh we're here every week uh again please follow him and his stuff it doesn't cost a thing um and uh we hope to see you back next week you know what i'm saying um you guys have any uh last uh wishes uh you guys any you got any like last will and testament before you when you wish die? upon a star <laughs> all right let's get the hell oh. out of here oh, oh we got one more thing all right go ahead Okay, Nintendo one year ago announced Mario Party 3 was coming to the Switch Online service, and it still hasn't shown up. So I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, Nintendo. On, Nintendo. I want to play Mario Party 3 with my friends online. You hear that shit, Miyamoto? Get with it. And Pokemon Red and Blue. Come on now. Anyways. Yeah. I know, I Bring know. Pokemon to Nintendo Switch oh, Online. Come on, Pokemon. Yeah. Um, thanks for Pokemon. watching. Thanks for listening. <laughs> if you're listening on podcast services. Uh, remember we're on there too Uh, we love you and we'll see you next time good night bye